Thanks for joining the CC America podcast, where we are getting mentally fit through testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello. So tonight's live taping of the CC America podcast is specifically focusing on notes to self. And I like to call these series post-its, primarily because when you think about the concept of post-its, 3M did a great job of creating a way for individuals to stay organized, prioritize things that may come to mind um, so that you don't forget anything. Well, when I think about notes to self, it reminds me of post-it notes, but furthermore, it reminds me of posts in terms of social media. So tonight is a little bit different than the normal full show. Um, this will be a shorter show, but the hope is that you will gain a valuable life lesson. And essentially, it's notes to myself, uh, notes to you, notes to my younger self, notes to my older self, um, just a way for me to share some of the lessons that I've learned over the years. And Lord knows there have been plenty. So <laughs> tonight's post-it is called Double Standards. So um, this show, as I mentioned, will be a little bit different than the standard show. So I'm actually going to jump right in regarding the topic. And then before we end tonight, I will uh, close us out in prayer. So that is a little bit of a flip from what you may be used to. So as it relates to double standards, there are so many in society, that's for sure. And most of the time, those double standards are a result of our own personal experiences. It may be either what we have or haven't gone through, either one. Um, But we have tended to think about things a certain way based on our experiences Now, a double standard is defined as a rule or principle which is unfairly applied in different ways to different people or groups. And that is the definition. So what's interesting is a long time ago, I wrote a post um, on my While You Wait page, and it was called Double Standards Do Not Diminish the Reality of the Truth. And the reason that that post, I think, resonated with so many people is because in life, there are so many double standards in terms of how we may interact with men and women, how we may interact with other people, how we may interact with other ethnic groups, whatever the case is. And so back in 2016, when I wrote this, it was actually February 8th, 2016, when I posted it originally, it was because of just things I had been seeing in life. And I thought to myself, There are so many double standards. And like I mentioned before, you can encounter double standards dealing with family, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, et cetera. We all know that they exist. As a matter of fact, that is a fact. We know they exist. But when we think about the definition of a double standard in which groups of people are treated differently, it doesn't necessarily mean that that it's right but it's something that people may do, even knowing that it may be unfair to someone else. So at the end of the day, the purpose of this show is not to scold, ridicule, or reprimand, but simply to remind us 
to consider how our actions impact other people or groups. One thing that used to really resonate with me or it would sometimes make me take offense is when people would say life is not fair. And typically they were telling me that as a result of doing something that I felt was unfair or unjust. What I would hear all the time is, well, life isn't fair. Like that, just get over it pretty much. And I get that. But at the same time, my thought was, well, if the shoe were on the other foot, would your action or your reaction depend on the situation? So I wrote um, back then, and I think it still holds true today, it's easy to walk a mile on a road you've only heard about. In life, oftentimes, as it relates to double standards, we may believe one thing as it relates to a certain group of people, but when we're put in that same situation, we may quickly say, well, that's different. But what makes it different? This note to self is something that I have often struggled with because I'm pretty sure there's times where I may have fallen into this trap as well, but I know for a fact that I don't like when it's done to me. And that was really what encouraged me to write the post to encourage people. So when you think about your own life, think about some examples. Take a moment now and just think about some examples that you have seen as it relates to double standards. And I hope that this allows you to take some inventory regarding where you may have an opportunity or either where you've seen it happen, where you don't have to allow that to put offense into your heart or to take that offense from other people. You get to choose how you deal with it. So a double standard may be um, in the workplace. I've encountered this and I've seen it in multiple workplaces and it's quite unfortunate, but it's a reality. Say for instance, in the workplace, assertiveness is a trait that leaders exhibit. Assertiveness meaning the individual stands up for themselves. They're not afraid to speak their mind. This person is able to get their point across and people follow them. People listen. They command attention. Now, on the flip side, if you're a woman and you're assertive, you may be judged a little more harshly, meaning you may be mislabeled. Um, people may be less apt to follow or they may label you as difficult to work with, that you're not a team player. But this same assertive characteristic in a man is something that is encouraged, something that is sought after, especially as it relates to leadership in sales and other types of roles. So this is one of many examples, but it's something that I encounter um, in the workplace as well. And it's really interesting that depending on who the person is that's delivering the message, how it's received. When we think about where we are in the 2020 election, there are so many double standards as it relates to how people look at things, how people handle situations with regard to COVID. We may feel more comfortable around our family and friends, but we may judge other people who do the same. So meaning with masks, we see people who choose not to wear a mask, but we may let our guard down when we're with family and friends. But we may not look at that the same way as we would judge the individual that we may see on TV who chooses not to wear a mask in public. Even though the situation is different, the outcome is the same. At some point, we may let our guard down around family and friends, and that's no different than the person who chooses to go out and not wear a mask. Because if we aren't wearing our mask 100% of the time, then how can we 
assert that double standard on the other person for not doing something that we don't do 100% of the time. And that is a hard pill to swallow. When you really take a step back and you think about yourself, you think about your actions, your reactions, and you really look at your life, you may realize that there are more things that you have in common than things that separate you from others. This topic is one for sure that's near and dear to my heart, primarily because I feel like in today's society, there are just so many double standards that exist. And those double standards oftentimes create division because it is the appearance and oftentimes it is the fact that things are unfair for one group or another. And so when we think about 2020, we think about the workplace, we think about our family and friends, we think about relationships and how we do relationships. You know, what do we permit for ourselves that we don't permit for others? If we're honest with ourselves, I'm sure that we may find that there are quite a few. Now, here's a <laughs> another one that it could ruffle feathers, I'm not sure. But when you think about sexual harassment, for instance, if a man tells a woman that she looks nice and the woman takes offense to it, it may be considered sexual harassment. If a woman makes a comment about a man and he feels uncomfortable, if he makes that known, in some situations, people may tell him to get over it. But he may feel the same way that she feels. But again, it's a double standard. It's like, okay, you know what? You are not entitled to feel how you feel about the situation. Just get over it. But if the shoe were on the other foot, it may be considered harassment. So when we think about these things overall, just because it's allowed doesn't necessarily make it right. And my hope is that each of us can really take inventory of where we are, where we've been. And another thing is really considering how it makes you feel. So my note to self is when I experience certain things, I now try to put myself in the other person's position. And I say, you know, how would I feel if that happened to me? Even though in the moment I may feel justified, I may feel right, I may not see anything wrong with what I'm doing or not doing, but if I were to put myself in that other person's shoes and say, you know what, how would I feel if, if someone said that to me? Or how did I feel when someone said that to me? So I think those are two ways in which you can really try to understand where someone else may be coming from. And again, the question is, how did I feel or how would I feel? Both of those allow you to take a step back and to really evaluate where you are, whether good, bad, or indifferent, but it does allow you to see from someone else's perspective or at least consider how someone else may feel. So another tip that I have as it relates to double standards is do your research. There may be things that you just don't understand and what I found is by seeking first to understand, I have learned a lot by researching. Sometimes I look at things a little bit differently and I think to myself, you know what? That was just a misunderstanding. I thought 
that what I was perceiving was X when in reality it was Y. So there are times where maybe we perceive things differently because of a lack of understanding. So it may not even be intentional that we've created this double standard, but the more we educate ourselves, the more I think we can start to see eye to eye. We can start to give people more grace. We can start to try to understand them. And when we're understanding of other people, guess what happens in turn? Other people are more understanding of us. Um, What you give, you tend to receive. And if you're someone who's giving out love, you're someone who is just, you're someone who believes in fairness and equality for all, you're someone who um, does the right thing when no one is looking. So you're operating with integrity. It may not come back to you 100% of the time, but it will come back to you. And the reason I say not 100% of the time, because sometimes things may happen that we may feel, you know, shouldn't happen to us or it's unjust or unfair. But the majority of the time you get back what you put out. And I do believe if you put out good, you will get good in return. And for anyone who's leading in terms of double standards, anyone who's raising children, The same thing applies with regard to your family, with your workplace relationships, with your friends. If it's something that you tell them not to do, well, guess what? You shouldn't be doing it either. (laughs) And that seems like it should go without saying, but it's so funny. Um, I find it especially common in the workplace where people will say, do as I say, but then their actions don't reflect what they're asking you to do. And from a parenting standpoint, and there was a prior podcast episode titled Do As I Say, but when you think about how parenting is, if we tell our children to listen, yet we don't listen to them, that sends a strong message. It says, well, your opinion is not important. So it is important for us as individuals to do unto others as we would have them do unto us. And I know they say that's the golden rule. Um, but literally I do really take that to heart because I am oftentimes trying to put myself in someone else's shoes to understand how they would feel or how I would feel if the shoe was on the other foot. And that has really helped me try to improve the way I view and handle situations that may be conceived or considered a double standard. In society, there are so many, and oftentimes they are overlooked because we just say that's just the way it is. But that doesn't mean that's the way that it always has to be. And the more people that challenge the status quo, that go against the grain, that say, you know what, this isn't how it has to be. I can make a difference. The more I think we will start to see change. And in our society right now, that's what we need to see. We need to see more tolerance for one another. We need to see more consideration. We need to see more forgiveness, more understanding. And the only way that we can do this is if we take a step back and we see things for what they really are. We acknowledge the fact that, yeah, this may be happening. It doesn't have to happen, but someone has to put a stop to it. Someone has to say, you know what, there's a better way. And just because double standards have existed throughout our society's history, 
um, it doesn't mean that it has to continue to exist. Each one of us has an opportunity each and every day to put a stop to it or to say, you know what? This isn't right. Let me speak up for the people who don't have a voice. Let me speak up for that person who was mistreated. Let me speak up for that person who may not speak up for themselves. Because I think if we all collectively start to put ourselves in other people's shoes, I think we will see a very different world and we will see very different actions. And um, one other example that I'll share before um, we wrap up tonight, it actually was a few years ago. I was crossing the street on my lunch break and I remember almost getting hit because I was about to step off the curb and this car sped up to the red light to turn right on red. But they were not paying attention to me who was about to step into the crosswalk, even though I had the walk symbol. Now, in that moment, I was really frustrated. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they weren't paying attention. Like, how did they not see me in the street? They have a red light. Like, where are you in a rush to go? And then it dawned on me, how often in life do we have our own agendas? We have somewhere we're trying to go that we became that impatient driver. Now, some people have the opportunity to be a driver and a pedestrian. Some people may not have a license, so or they may be too young to drive, or for other life circumstances, they never had that opportunity to be both. But in that situation, I took a step back and I said, oh my gosh, this is how it feels to be on the opposing side of any view. And at the time that I wrote this post, it was around the time that there were a lot of discussions about Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, and just um, police violence in the African-American community. And I remember having that moment where I said, you know, I have an opportunity right now to understand from both sides because I have probably been that impatient driver, whether I remember or not, where I'm just focused on where I'm going, not necessarily you know, taking the time to slow down and look around. So that day, whoever that driver was, was just trying to get to their destination. At that point in their mind, their destination was more important than anything else. For me, I just wanted to make it home safely as a pedestrian. I just wanted to cross the street and I had the right of way. In that moment, it was frustrating for me that this driver was so impatient, but then it dawned on me, how often in life have I been impatient? And then I thought immediately about the situations that we are seeing even today in our communities as it relates to Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. At the end of the day, it's clear that all lives should matter, but do all lives matter? Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, if we're going to be real. So in terms of what we see today, it's the same situation. We are not able to necessarily walk a mile in someone else's shoes. As an African-American woman, an African-American man can't walk in my shoes because he's not a woman and vice versa. I can't walk in his shoes. But then you add on the complexities of different races. I will never be a white man. So I don't know what it feels like to be a white man. Do I have an opportunity to be a police officer? Maybe, but I've never walked that path. So I don't know what it feels like to worry about if I'm going to make it home at night. But then police officers don't know what it feels like to be an African-American in the United States and not know if they're going to make it home. So we all 
if we take a step back, we will realize that we have more in common. Both people at the end of the day want to make it home. That's a fact. Both people want to make it home. But if we don't take a step back and realize that sometimes in life, we may not have an opportunity to walk a mile in someone else's shoes, but we do have the opportunity to consider how you may feel if you were the other person. And if you don't understand it, ask, seek understanding, however that may be, whether that's through a conversation, whether that's reading information online, educate yourself, try to understand. And I think that will help make the world a better place. Um, So this post-it note was not only to you, but also to me. I say it's a note to self because this was something that was a paradigm shift for me. That day crossing the street was huge because I realized this is exactly what's happening in our society. We are unable to see eye to eye because we can't necessarily walk a mile in someone else's shoes. As a pedestrian and a driver, I had the epiphany that I could see both sides, but there's a lot of situations in life where maybe we don't get to see both sides, but that doesn't mean that we can't consider the other side. So I hope that you all have enjoyed this post-it note. I am looking forward to adding short segments like this just to encourage, to uplift you. As you all know, I'm all about that fit life. And what does that mean? Being faith-filled, being inspired, and also transformed. So here on the CC America podcast, that is the goal at the end of the day. It is really to encouraged to uplift and help individuals overcome any trials that they may encounter in life. All of us have a story. All of us have been through tests and we know that there is no testimony without the test. So I am grateful for each of you and I thank you for listening to the show week after week. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, you can also follow us on Instagram, CC America LLC, or also on Facebook. And we now also have the CC America blog. So you can access the blog at ccamericapodcast.com. There is a blog there now where I will share some personal stories of faith, inspiration, and transformation. And also, I will continue to invite guests on to share their testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So I hope that you all will continue to be blessed. As I mentioned before, I will wrap up tonight's show with a short prayer just to encourage you, um, no matter what you may be going through in this season. So Lord God, I thank you right now for each and every one who is listening, for the people who will listen. I pray that you would cover them and their families, that you would lift them up and give them joy, give them peace, give them happiness, and restore to them anything that may have been taken away, whatever that may be. We come against the enemy, Lord God, and any tricks that he may be trying to use against them to attack their mind, their spirit, their bodies. We pray for health um, over over the listeners and their families and their friends, that you would just strengthen them during this time. As we approach the winter months, we know that sometimes it's difficult for individuals as they may be dealing with grief or depression or anything, Lord God, that would keep them down and out. But we know that you are powerful and we know that you can turn any situation around. So for anyone who is going through right now, I pray that you would help them, encourage them and give them the strength they need to move forward. And these things I ask in Jesus name. Amen. 
on that note, have a great night. Until next time, talk to you soon. Be blessed.